Welcome to the Light Shine Church Sermon Podcast. I'm organizing pastor Rob Douglas, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to our weekly message. <laughs> uh, well, this week we are uh, still in Mark 12, uh, 28 to 34, and specifically focusing on one word. And so I was setting out to answer a really simple question this week. And that question is, how strong am I? Well, when I was thinking about this, when I was younger, I used to care a little bit about the answer to that question. Doing CrossFit for many years really put me into a world of comparing myself to other people to see how strong or how fit I was. And for a while, this was really fun, but then something happened to me. I got old. I started getting injured. I had multiple surgeries. I wasn't capable of doing what I did before. In fact, I seemed to be losing strength. Well, I'm still into fitness today, but I've had to change the way that I exercise. I use mostly kettlebells and body weight and forego all the serious CrossFit style training. And I also stopped comparing myself to others. I work out in my garage where no one can see me except for my dog, Winston. No frills, no fanfare, just some good tunes and a pair of kettlebells. But I admit that I still want to be strong but now strong enough to do the things in life that I really want to do. And I'm not so concerned anymore with comparing myself to others. Well, for my preparation this week, I decided to look at a few strength standards online, like what makes someone strong? And what I found was that most of the standards are all built around what they call the big four, the squat, the deadlift, the bench press, and the overhead press. And so when I looked at this, what I learned was I'm probably stronger than the average couch potato, but nowhere near elite level strength. But my real question was this, how do we love God with all of our strength? Must we be physically strong in order to love God? What about the weak? What about those who can't even lift a weight that gets them onto the standard chart? Or what about the less able-bodied person that may be suffering from illness or disease? How might they love God with all their strength? Well, of course, this is going to depend on what Jesus meant by strength. And after looking at this and looking at the numbers, I sincerely am hoping that Jesus meant more than just physical, able-bodied brute force. Today, we're talking about strength, more specifically about how we love God with all of our strength, which if we remember from the past few weeks, makes up a very key part of what is called the greatest commandment. Jesus was summing up the whole law in Mark 12, all 619 commandments. And he did it by saying that we need to be loving God with all of our heart, 
soul, strength, and mind, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. In other words, if we love like this, we fulfill the entire law. Well, so far we've looked at heart and soul and mind, which to me seemed much more straightforward than this week's word strength. To be perfectly honest, I wasn't exactly sure what Jesus meant when he said that we should be loving God with all our strength. What is the strength of love? What does Jesus expect from us, his followers, from you and from me? These were the kinds of questions that I approached this text with, and I wasn't disappointed. We tend to view strength about being uh, about our uh, physical abilities or our mental capacity. And the Bible is filled with some really strong characters, like Samson, who was my absolute favorite as a kid. I would read that story over and over and over again and had the little picture Bible of him too, pushing those pillars down. There's Gideon and Joshua, more strong characters. But the good news here is that when Jesus used the word, it wasn't about physical strength or power at all. The best scholarship, in fact, takes us back to the Hebrew word uh, root of the word strength. And this is what it means. It means very or much. So I'm going to play with that for a few minutes and see where it leads us. If we run with this, then loving God with all your strength is loving God with all your muchness. Now, that may not be a word that we normally use, so I'm going to try to tell you what I mean by muchness and then finish with a few suggestions. Loving God with all your muchness is devoting our opportunities, our possibilities, our capacities for honoring God. Strength seems to be all about using our gifts, our talents, our time, our money, our privilege, our resources, and maybe even our influence. It's about going all out for Jesus with whatever it is that we've been given or graced by God. In John's first epistle, I wrote this text down on the screen. This is what he said. He said, little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in truth and in action. Well, for many good reasons, Jesus's summary greatest commandment cannot be just about physical strength. It can't be about able-bodiedness because all of his disciples are commanded to love like this. So it has to be something more. We're all different. Some more able-bodied, some less. Some strong, some weak, but we all have been graced with good gifts, talents that are unique to each of us. So your strength is your muchness. This requires us to take a muchness inventory. The psalmist said that each of us have been fearfully and wonderfully made by God, saying that there's no one like you on the face of the earth. That is your muchness. Strength can't be about able-bodiedness because truth be known, the strongest people that I know in the world 
far stronger than the world's strongest man competitions. The strongest people I know are not necessarily the physically strongest or even the most able-bodied. Far from it. As a matter of fact, I personally find the opposite to be true. The strongest people I know are not that. In fact, many of us worshiping today may feel weak or tired. Many of us may feel less able-bodied or even less able-minded. How do we love God when we're weak or tired? How do we love God with all our strength when we're suffering from illness or chronic disease? How do we love God when we feel strong and able? You love God with all your muchness. We love God with everything we've got with all the ways that make you, you. You love God with your giftedness and serve others with all that you have been uniquely graced. You don't have to work out. You don't have to eat kale at every meal, bench press 250 pounds, or look good in spandex. (laughs) That's the big why that our culture promotes. And unfortunately, sometimes we Christians buy what culture is selling. But God wants you to love God and others with all of you, with all of who you are, with how you're gifted, with what you have, with authenticity and perseverance, because we remember that biblically speaking, we're never strong in ourselves. All of us are fragile and frail and weak at times, even when we project otherwise. The Bible is full of verses that read like Psalm 46.1 that says that God is our refuge and strength. That God is the one in whom we can be strong no matter what we look like or feel like today. God is strong in spite of our weakness, and it's God who gives us the strength that we need. Well, I know that I need to learn to trust better, like the Apostle Paul, who spoke openly about his weakness, what he called the thorn in his flesh. Paul, in his weakness, still rejoiced and still trusted in God who gave him the strength that he needed, and he was loving God with all of his muchness. Well, how might you consider loving God with all of your strength? Well, to do that, we're going to have to find our muchness. What are the things that make us who we are? Consider making a list for yourself of what that might be. Look at this list and then ask yourself, how well am I doing at loving God and others with these things? Does my life in word and in deed point to Jesus or point others to Jesus? Friends, find your muchness and then love God with that. I used to take high school students to West Virginia, and I'll never forget the first morning where Pastor Rustin would have all of us up way too early. Devotionals were done. We were breakfast and ready for the day. 
ahead, but it was early. And the teenagers did not like getting up early. Frankly, neither did the adults. <laughs> and here's what Pastor Rustin would do. He would stand up in front of all the kids and he would sing the most ridiculously dumb song that I've ever heard in my life. And the song came straight out of scripture. And the kids would have to repeat each line after him. <laughs> I don't know if the Witten boys heard this, if Rustin did this when they went on this trip, but I would love to hear from him if he sang this song. <laughs> he would sing this song and the kids would have to repeat after him. So to finish today, we're going to try just the first few lines of this ridiculously silly but awesome song because it's a great reminder. So here we go. You have to get ready for your big part. All you have to do is repeat a couple of words after me. This is what Rustin would sing in the morning all by himself a cappella. He would say, I can do all things through Christ. Yes, I can. And then he would continue. All right, so I'm singing it just like he sang it. That's literally what he would do. This little song was just the reminder that we all needed to face the day of challenging work that we wondered when we got up if we were even strong enough to do. And the surprise was that this silly little song worked. Somehow we found the strength that we needed to face that particular day. And then we woke up the next day early and tired and Pastor Rustin would get us to sing that same foolish little song again. But here's what happened on day two. It would be sung with a little bit more energy. The kids would get into it just a little bit more. And by the end of the week, they would be belting out that so song so loud that they were absolutely certain that God could hear them. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Maybe if we trust a little bit more, loving God with all our strength and not um, letting these God muscles atrophy. It's a reliance on the giver for sure, the giver of strength. And it's also using and exercising the gifts that we've been given for extending God's kingdom outward. So friends, go and love God with all of your unique muchness. Amen.